This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's hour number two of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. There's Brian Broaddus, former NFL scout and executive. Lucius Alexander's in the Pimp Cup. Woolchuck, Chiafalo, Carter Freeman. Myself, Gavin Dawson, if you see me, bear me, N.A. And along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation here on The Fan. Coming up at 3.20, restroom revelations. I'm trying to I'm trying to decide if I should sneak in a personal story for restroom revelations coming up in 3.20. Stick around. It's time now. Uh, for Zach Wolchuk to deliver the NFL news of the day. Here he is, Wolchuk. Yeah, we got a plethora of NFL stories to get to. We already told you Robert Woods getting cut by the Titans. They made a couple of moves today. They were $23.3 million over the cap before today's moves. They cut longtime left tackle Taylor Luan. That saves them 14.8 mil. They cut Robert Woods, as we mentioned. They also released linebacker Zach Cunningham, and Randy Bullock, the former Texas A&M kicker. So all of those moves combined, they now save $37.7 million. Wow. So the Hello. former three-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman Tyler Luan, or Taylor Luan, that's probably the biggest name of the bunch outside of Robert Woods. I wonder if he goes and signs with another team or does he just go ahead and do busting with the boys and do the podcast. Well, he was floating around Radio Row, uh, him and his running mate, Will Compton, uh, who's a former NFL linebacker. And but I don't know, man. You can just it's hard to it's hard to get it out of these guys. It's hard to it's hard to pull it out. Uh, even though he did he looked a little thin too. Especially to me. for you. And I don't know I don't know how like much these linemen fluctuate in the offseason. Yeah. Maybe it's usually like some guys will like early on, hey, I'm not gonna keep this extra like twenty five pounds that I got on. He looked I mean, big and like definitely this dude is a professional athlete, but it didn't look like offensive tackle big. So maybe you're onto something oh, there. He, so he looked like he was sh- he was shredding some weight. It, it, it seemed like it seemed quit? as though like he's quitting. I, I, I wouldn't go that far. Like he hasn't gone full Joe Thomas, you know. Uh, but I was a little bit like, okay, this is a guy who's you know doesn't have a game on Sunday. That's for sure. Uh, but it also goes back to it's just another rendition of the old hey man, the salary cap is what you make it. Yeah, they just farted out thirty million dollars like it was nothing. Yeah, I think is he killing it in the bro- in the podcast game? Yeah, yeah he's like, busting like, with the boys. Yeah. They're, they're crushing. And there's, there's, there's so much money in that. If, the if AJ Brown, yeah. the AJ Brown dog poop, uh, Nick Sirianni story from yesterday. Yeah, busting with yep. the boys. Wow. Okay, I have to put that on my radar. And was that uh, Woolchuck shredding some weight? Mm-hmm. All right. Instead of shedding, yeah, I, I like shredding. That. Yeah, I like shredding well, because shredding is is saying That's, you're, you're yeah, thinning you, you, you out, but you're also yeah, you, you up. up. You're getting in that iron okay. paradise a little bit. Mm. All right, you know I mean, what you were doing? I don't think he just completely left the weight room. Do you? Yeah. No, no, no. He was no, looking okay. shredded to you then. 
He looks good. Taylor Lewan. I mean, Will Compton definitely does. Yeah, he's still got the traps, and he's a guy that Will Compton was on a practice squad for a little bit this year. It was like he, he was he really? Yeah, he I did, thought he was completely. He out did of the some. League. He did some bouncing a little bit, I think. But uh, no, Taylor Lewan looks like a guy who wakes up in the middle of the night and just decides yeah, now's the time we got to get some heavy back squats in now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's not staying away from the gym and listening to their show a little bit. I mean, they they, yeah. they still seem like they're meatheads. Well, you know, and if you were that built, it'd be tough to let that go. It's like, I might not be playing football anymore, but damn it, I'm not going to let go of looking this damn good. 100%. 100%. So, you know, he could he could go full shed mode, but I think it's more just the shred. More of a shred? Okay. More of the shred. Mode. I like that. I would agree with that, too. But shred. who knows? I think girls prefer the shred more than the shed. More than the shed. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm just full on shedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you will I, pivot. I feel shredding. You'll pivot at some point to the shred. Uh, I hope so. You will. I, at some point, you're right, though. I will. I'll yeah. need to. I'll need to do that. Now, this is very exciting. You're going to have to do something with all that testosterone you got just skyrocketing in your uh, veins right now. Goodness dude. gracious. Before we get to some audio clips, guys, we just got this announced. Netflix is going to do a quarterback docuseries. It's their newest docuseries. It's going to follow Patrick Mahomes, yes. Kurt Cousins, and Marcus Mariota wow. this season. Now, there could be some <laughs> the drop drama. Off, the drop-off there was Have pretty great. Have they already great. followed him? It's the best quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah, and him. Marcus Mariota. I 100%. hope they focus a he lot quit. of their attention on him. Yes, Mariota quit. So he I think quit. there's going to be a lot of drama involved by, with that one. So they like, want all sides of the spectrum. In terms of talent, you're right. But in terms of intrigue and drama, there's going to be some fun with Marcus Mariota. Yeah. They got That's elite, true. mediocre, and bad. You yeah, know, you get to see all the three different uh, viewpoints of, and I guess they were mic'd up all. They were so they're they're mic'd up every game. Yeah, it's it's be a the gold first docu series uh, that is with Netflix, NFL Films, plus Omaha Productions and Two PM Productions. Quarterbacks mic'd up for every game this year. That's going to be an absolute blast. They're trying to get their microphone back from Mariota, the company. They, he just took it home with him. Yeah. After Arthur Smith said, "Hey, yeah, Arthur, like, like, yeah, like, hey you, you need to like you can stay return away. it late yeah. fees. Late fees are accruing, sir. They, they're looking for the uh, return uh, postage on that <laughs> thing. The Omaha is really. I'm I'm excited for this. This is fantastic. Do we know? Do we have a release date? No release date yet. Okay, okay. Uh, but I'm hoping it's soon. It should be soon. It should be soon. If they're teasing it now, it's got to be it's, relatively soon. Okay, two of the three guys are snooze fest. What are we doing here? Well, you are going to get the iconic airplane shirtless, chained up, yes. flexing, we just got a regular season victory, uh, Kirk Cousins that moment, right? That guy is right? as boring as me. But they had some oh, unreal yeah, right. games. I mean, they had 11, what, comeback victories Way to go, this year? guys! Way to go! Let's have fun hey, and play hey, together! Hey, way to go! Did they, are they the ones that... Oh, wait, it was the... He doesn't cuss. The Colts are the ones that came back yeah. in that crazy game. Or was no, no, it, they, it was the Vikings. The Vikings, the Vikings okay, okay. Comeback victory. That Saturday but he, but game. He, and I had the Vikings in Survivor that week, dude. That's one of the more legendary moments of my entire existence. Yes. But, but that was... I mean, are we really... This guy is like... He's... You need cussing to be entertained, Brian? I, I do. I do like the... I do like the get in the huddle and Bleep like... Yeah, yeah like... Listen here, you SOBs. We're going to take this ball, you know, and that kind of, I like that and kind jam of. Jam it down their throats. Exactly. Yeah. Or the sideline, the sideline, like, you know, Cousins is going to sit on the bench and he's going to, oh, shoot. Should have well, made Which one's play. your favorite driver in Drive to Survive? They're all my favorite. You know why? Because it's. They all cuss. They all, like, they're all, like, they, they all get, go after each they other. They kind of all do. Yeah. They do. They don't. That's the one thing about this, about Drive to Survive. And that's coming out, by the way. It's Formula One. That's how Formula One's. Got a lot of popularity here in the United States. Watch that because these drivers are the biggest prima donnas ever. Egos out the door. The, the first driver and the last driver. You know, there's only like 20 of them. And they they all have egos. And they don't care. See, that's what I, I 
the thing I think that's what makes. And then you got the team principals and all that. But to me, watching Kurt Cousins just kind of, you know, go to meetings and talk to people, I, that doesn't do anything for me. So we had Marshawn Lynch, who was making the rounds. I think he was on the I Am Athlete podcast, and that is the Brandon Marshall podcast. And I know we have kind of mixed feelings about Brandon Marshall now on the show. He's a good oh, dude. He's, he's great. Dude. Yeah, he's, he's a good he's dude. Eric, Eric missed it up. No, yeah. we go way back. Me and B Marshall. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I. I disagree do it with the all right of you. Way. I don't apparently, think apparently we were breaking guy. protocol. No, he no. was telling Eric what he needed to do well, the he, right way. He, he completely was, was supposed to come yeah. on with our station the day before. And, oh, there's that. And okay. gave us the Heisman. Yeah. So we did it the right way. Then he told us to do it the right way. We didn't. So you guys can play nice. I'm going to call it like it is and say Brandon Marshall's a bleep hole. Oh. Ooh. But that's okay. Do you hate him? I don't think he's a good guy. Okay. Uh, but that's okay. You guys can go ahead and... <laughs> Be kosher Each about his it. Own. That's fine. Hey, man, if he put his hand on your shoulder and said, do it the right way, son. Oh, I would have acted, would have acted totally, <laughs> hey, we're good too. But in reality, bro, no, I, I actually would have said it to his face as well. I booked you yesterday, bro, and you didn't come on, so I did it the right way. <laughs> All right, let's let's take Alpha odds launcher. right now. Let's take odds right now. Say exactly what you just said. Oh, I would have told him in his face. You don't think I would have? Odds. Gavin, minus I think 5, he, I think he would have, but it wouldn't have been confrontational. It wouldn't have been confrontational. He would have said, "Okay." Plus, 5, it sounded like you were going to be confrontational just a minute ago. I would have been confrontational, but I would have told him what yeah. the situation was, sir. Yeah. I would have said, "Brandon, with all due respect, <laughs> we did do it the right way, and yeah. you didn't. Yeah. You flaked like on. You, us. you didn't hold up your end We've of the bargain, sir. You like you work at the United Nations or something like that, Mister Diplomat. I am there. a diplomat." <laughs> He poked his breasts out when he said that. I am a diplomat. <laughs> we recognize a gentleman from South Africa. <laughs> Look at me. But Marshawn Lynch, who I love to death, uh, was on there, and he was talking about his fines with the NFL, and he had probably one of the best press conferences in the history of the league. I'm just here so I don't get fined. He went into detail on that and just how much those fines really money. started racking up with the league. Well, what I thought is... All right, it take them to come in there probably like 15, 20 minutes after the game is over, right? I done already probably done went in the locker room maybe with two, two and a half minutes on there because we done already won the game. So I done already showered. By the time the team come in there, you feel me, I'm already, you feel me, I'm gone. So they are, well, where Marshawn at? Oh, he not here. He gone. So if I wasn't there, then how could I make myself available? Hold on, you ain't ain't, ain't, ain't get the end of the game speech? Nah, it was, you feel <laughs> Man, I can't, um. it was tough, man. I had the family outside. We got to get to the, you feel me? So the, so the fines started, you know, accumulating, and it was from seasons before. And now, you feel me, they run it up. So it got, you feel me, though, it got to a pretty penny, though. You feel what I'm talking about? What the number My biggest what the number was 2.2 2 2 million. What was your biggest oh, You got me 1.2 from just not talking to the to the media. 1.2? Yeah. You were 2.2? 2? Yeah. That was yeah. that was from the two years. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Lindell? Um, I think I was probably around like 60, 60k. I'm right there with you, about eighty five thousand. That's, That's it. it. Right, no man. way. Listen, shout There's out no to way. Jeff Hold Fisher on. though. Jeff Fisher. It is no that. way that you're telling us on live camera Josh that you only scary. got fine eighty five thousand yeah. dollars your whole career. I'm a saint. Like, I'm a saint. Oh, no, I'm a saint. My whole career. Brandon Marshall. I'm a saint. I'm a saint. Pac-Man Jones. Man, the chicken no, wings. Man, no going to way. New York. The man told his head coach he ain't playing. And right. like you said, he was punting the man, balls no over there. Don't. One point two million for not talking to reporters. One time five. Oof. That's insane. Yes. I love that he found the loophole though. 
Yeah. All right, fine. I'm going to get up here and I'm going to say what I want to say. And I'm going to say it over and over again until you guys get bored. And then I'm going to leave. I'm going to yeah. do this every day. And yeah. now it is legendary. We also have an update on Aaron Rodgers. And this was just on NFL Live on ESPN. He's out of the darkness? He has emerged. Well, Hello, and, darkness, and who knows if we can trust friend. this or not, right? Because nobody technically knows what the bleep's going on, according oh. to Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh. Adam Schefter doesn't know. Uh, now, he didn't call out Jeff Darlington by name. So this is Jeff Darlington on ESPN, and this is the latest on Aaron Rodgers and possibly returning to the Packers. I've, had, I've learned two things in the past 24 hours that make me kind of believe that the Jets, it's time for them to simply sign Derek Carr. The first of which is a conversation I had with a very important Green Bay Packers source who quite honestly believes that Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers and that all of this is being overhyped. He looks mm. at the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed last year, the commitment that he gave to the team, and believes that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers. There's another bit of information, and that is the impeccably sourced uh, report from Diana Rossini talking about that the Jets told Derek Carr in his meeting that they believe that with the Jets, he will be a Hall of Famer, okay? If that's not just total BS, if they're just not trying to inflate him, which maybe that is the case, go sign Derek Carr right now. You're potentially waiting on a guy in Aaron Rodgers who might or might not be available when you have a guy who is just in your building who you believe will be a Hall of Fame quarterback as a New York Jets player. What yeah. are you waiting on? They pitched to Derek Carr <laughs> that if he comes to the Jets, you will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Unreal. That's all amazing, we need dude. to quarterback Unreal. just like you. Real. I love it. Yeah, if you <laughs> sign for like two million a year, full on salesman I mean, mode. This is almost as cocky as me believing I would actually confront Brandon Marshall on Radio <laughs> Row. Now this is just full on <laughs> desperation. This is what happens to you when you're an organization that I mean, in all honesty. Have they ever had, I mean, they had Namath, sure. And I think we can parse through that and say probably overrated his bleep. But besides that, they haven't had a great quarterback. You are an organization that's never had a great quarterback Chad ever. Chad Pennington didn't do anything for you? Great. He had some good years. He had some years. Mark Sanchez? Boomer Sison? Testa Verde years? Richard yeah. Todd? Kellen <laughs> Clemens? Brett? <laughs> oh, far. Oh. oh. Yeah, no, Ty does not go to the, I think that was a swing. Yeah. I think that was not a check swing. Right no, there, I think Dawson. you're right. Derek he, Carr might be their best quarterback of all time. Well, and, and it's, yeah, it's sad to say, but that those are the type of things that you say when you're a team as desperate as the Jets. That Ken when you look across their entire, I don't know, Broadus, <laughs> you tell me, but they've never had well, it's a bunch of well, Rick Myers. You know, I don't think or they're. Something. I don't think they're lying because like Bob Greasy's in the Hall of Fame, and so is Lynn Dawson. Look at those guys. That's number, true. You know, they're if not, they win a Super Bowl, they're not lying. Maybe, <laughs> but big highlight there, Jeff Darlington thinking. He's hearing Rodgers might be going back to Green Bay with the Packers. You guys notice how they're now anything to do with Rodgers? They're having to, to identify where the source is coming from because Rodgers, the way, like, hey, they're not talking to anybody in my circles. My circles, mm. you know, he he's, he's letting it be known that it's not coming from anybody in my group. So now these reporters are having to go, uh, I've talked to a Packers source. Yeah. It's told me this. Well, and, and notice he didn't say the Packers want him back. It's just he's going to end up being back they with don't. the Packers. They don't have a they choice. Don't. They don't want him they back. They don't want him back. Yeah. But they don't have a choice. He gets to decide because his cap hits huge. They owe him a ton of money. And so, and looking at the Raiders, I saw someone that was like, dude, Rodgers doesn't want to learn a new offense. So Nathaniel Hackett, his old guy from Green Bay with the Jets now, might make some sense, but he probably doesn't want to go to the Jets. He's a West Coast guy. 
He's a live-in-the-darkness dude. He doesn't want to deal with that. So it honestly does make sense. Like, if you don't want to go to the Raiders, and honestly, other than Devontae Adams, why would you? Josh McDaniels, Bleephole, learn a new offense and be second fiddle to maybe maybe third fiddle after Herbert. But Mahomes is is, is King Dingo. Yeah, so, but if you want to live in the darkness, Gotham City, where Batman's from, would be the ideal place to do it. Not bad at all. It. That's all right? a good that's, Fair yes. You can do that. Now, one last thing here for you. I think we have the first 2023 MVP bet of the offseason uh, to be the worst bet of all time. A better at Caesar Sports has put $2 on Kenny Galladay to win the MVP next season. Oh, my gosh. What could those odds have possibly been? I actually kind of like this. Two bucks to win maybe infinite grand. amount of money. Like, this has to be the longest grand. odds of all time. Plus 100000 <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, 200 grand. Uh, but everybody's roasting them because they said, name a better way to spend $2. And it's like, mm. just go to Taco Bell and pick what you want. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, you know, I, I why not? Game. Right, you're in Vegas. You're you're down to something. I, I pick somebody else, though. I mean, let's see what the odds are on Devonnie Adams or a, a player who's actually good. You know what I'm saying? It is time now for restroom revelations. Texas Rangers today is coming up at 3:40. We're back in just a moment on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Cheap Ag Nation. Hope you're having a great day. Segment is brought to you by the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck, so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Franklin. Frankel, the consultation's always free at truckwreck.com. G-Bag of the Year on Friday, plus it is a double bet payoff Friday. So, big show coming up here in about 48 hours, Brian. Yeah, you, you stress it about that. You got another one to do here. Yeah, have you figured out what you're doing yet? No. Okay. Eric's trying to get me to do the Chris Arnold one where I do the, the whole show without a shirt and have zinc oxide on my nose. Yeah, sunscreen. And then I have to tweet out a picture every hour? Every Top of every hour, and you just write ooh-wee, and then you put hashtag Chris Arnold vacation. Hashtag Chris Arnold vacation. And it's just shirtless all show, what you looking sunscreen at on your nose. To me, that's like very easy. <laughs> He almost literally, I mean, he had to go to the doctor on Saturday for what he put into his body with the hard-boiled orange Julius on Friday. Yeah. This, to me, is just simple. Yes, it's a little bit shameful, but you're not going to be the most shamed dude on the internet this week because uh, whatever the coach we just talked about with the toupee. 
Dom Capers exists. Yeah, so that you're looks fine. Terrible. You're already good. Worst case, you're second most shamed old dude on the internet. That's this a whole week. show without the shirt on, right? Yeah, five hours shirtless, just, man. I don't know about that. That I don't think that's. It very is kind of nippy in here. See those high beams. It yeah, is. Yeah, it looks. This is a little chilly. It is. We could, we turn the heat you, up for you. Are you? Do you mess with the air again? Seriously? No, I always no. turn it up. No, I, I'm, I was about to Since say. it's been warmer the last couple of days, I haven't had to touch it. But if okay. it gets cold in here, I will turn it up. Yeah. I'm frigid. Absolutely. I will, uh, I will determine here. Well, maybe it'll be something to send him back into the bathroom. And for more on that, Eric Chiafalo has some restroom revelations. Yes, sir. Thanks for the morning yeah. show. And uh, we have some some analytics here uh, to, to bring to the table as well. We will carry the conversation. Uh, but it's the age-old question. When do you... When do you feel comfortable in a relationship to let them fly? Let's uh, hit the sound and have a discussion. Expressway, Hump Day, Sean RJ, Bobby Payton, you'll get some chopping it up. Choppy's just throwing throwing stuff around, uh, throwing haymakers. And uh, this was a particular haymaker he threw today. He's curious just about uh, his, his coworkers and his good buddies and how comfortable they are when it comes to letting them fly, you know, just ripping one or two around wifey or girlfriend and how, how far into a relationship, if ever, or do you feel comfortable doing that? I was blown away at how much of a, a fart prude Sean Sharif is. Uh, but here is just a little snippet of their conversation, and then uh, I'll put your feet to the fire. When did you break the barrier? When did you break the 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 toot barrier with your significant other? How far in, Bobby? <laughs> like me in front of her or yeah. her in front of me? Well, both. She still to this day will not like do it on purpose in front of me. <laughs> and uh I don't know. Like it was a while. It was like a year probably. And I still don't generally like just aggressively do it in front of her. Uh this is my least favorite subject. I know it's RJ's favorite. Uh I'm still at a uh a zero. Never. Never. Only on accident, maybe if it's like during sleep. That's it. Wow. Never. Never. The average person does it like 14 times a day. Well, Just in general. Well, in somebody's, general. Somebody's doing it zero then and Wolchuk's making up for theirs <laughs> and doing 28. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Good work, Bob. No, never, never like her on purpose in front of me and vice versa. So when you feel it coming, what do you do? You just step out of the room? Uh, Yeah. Really? Yeah, go Every to time. go go to another room or <laughs> what? Uh, if you're by yourself, or go to the bathroom. Yeah, you know, it is a fascinating discussion, and the text is already lighting up. 817, my wife was at about 10-year anniversary. We have now been married for 13 years, and I wish we had never started. I missed the time when I thought she didn't do that. Oh, yeah. it was a decade into that whole thing yeah. before she, uh, she finally broke down. She came clean. Uh, you know, I, I think now for me, I will not just let it rip, but I, I might be in the area. You know, if I go into the master bathroom or something and – I am a uh, I am a a, a, a a peeing fart guy, you know. I'll, I'll for the extra muzzle velocity, you know. I'll do a little tense move, and sometimes the fart comes out at that point. It's just collateral damage. Yeah. So she'll hear it, you know, yeah. and she'll be like, "Oh, gross!" But you're in the bathroom. You know? I mean, that's all bets are off there. And, and sometimes I'll forget she's around, and I'll do it. But okay. I, I, I'm generally not trying to at least 
have it be audible in her presence. I was always uh, like bashful when it came to this in the dating scene. Uh, but once uh, once me and my wife became, okay, this is going to be my wife and, and we're having kids together, I've had a real heel turn with this. And this might be at or near the top of the list of her biggest grievances with me. Okay. And it was, it's weird. You're basically was, Woolchuck at home? Yeah. Like, I was never that guy because my daughters think it's funny, you know? Yeah, so it's like, it's do. funny, yeah. you know? It's you great. You do the pull my finger thing? <laughs> my wife can't stand it. Oh, I do all sorts of stuff, man. There you go. I'll, yeah. di- I, you know, I'll put out put like their a heads fake, under the cover. I'll put out a fake cigarette. I'm not Dutch oven in these girls, but uh, I mean, maybe, but I'll like put out a, yeah, a cigarette butt on the ground and then yeah. just like kind of kick out and they love it, dude. My wife can't stand it. Yeah. But, but I'm like, if you're married, you have to do this wall chuck shake and instead there is, there is something to like being a, the, the backfire on this is real. If you oh, are yes. over aggressive with this, I, I've seen two extremely, I would say rare cases because most of the girls are not trying to get involved. You know, they're not trying to go battle fart with you. No, but. There are some rare breeds there out are. there, and there may be someone to my left who has dealt with that before, Ooh. and I believe that was the tipping point in ending a particular relationship, and then one really? of my brothers dated a girl who started going, you know, and it was like, wow, okay, and and sometimes it, it can it can have a real negative yeah. effect. If we haven't had kids, I'm not totally locked in, you know, right. and, and, a, and, a, and a farting happens, and she thinks it's funny, and I'm like seriously offended, and she keeps going, that's absolutely a deal breaker. 100%. I don't, I, I don't care. Like, you were a 10, now you're maybe a two and a half. Yeah, thank know? God. Like, yeah. I th- like, I'm very fortunate, and I feel bad for my wife because I'm not this way now, but, like, she's very, she likes to conceal that. She's not She's not yeah. trying to do that. I love it. It's very ladylike. But the two gentlemen uh, that are also involved here, Walchuk shaking his head. Yeah, it's, it's I what learned, happened, I learned a, the hard way on this. You just need to not do it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just need to keep it to yourself. And I have been told one time actually that I let a couple rip in in my sleep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and nothing you, know, you can do about that. She nothing, laughed it yeah, off. Yeah. She yeah, was a good sport about yeah. it, and she's a sweetheart. But the one one of my exes, um, you know, I I just kind of brought it up. Like we'd been dating for a while. Okay. And I was just kind of like, you know, when do we get to that point where it's okay, it's acceptable? And she was like, you know what, don't worry about it. He had the talk with her, man. So I just, you know, I was vulnerable. I was open. I was honest. And I just kind of let the situation unfold. And I just, you know, we I started doing it. Well, then she started doing it. Oh, no. And it ended up being just not. The a, demise. Just not a good situation. <laughs> no, I can imagine. Not good. In fact, it was off-putting. A lot of people say never at all. 12 yeah. years, never heard my wife fart. Yeah. 20 yeah. years, and nope, not at yeah. all. Uh, my girl doesn't know she farts in front of me. She farts in her sleep. Yeah. Okay. Been with my wife 17 years. Never do it around her, says the 469. I'll let it rip in another room, says the 682. If she smells it, uh, I'll blame it on our dog, and dog. the dog dog's pretty cool about yeah. it. Well, that's good to know. You know, I do have something I've been thinking about uh, for the last uh, 20 hours or so. I was like, man, should I share this on the show? Okay. The answer is yes. And uh, it is it is of re- restroom revelation nature, so I guess this would be the segment to do it. You know, uh, every night when, that I have practice, I have to, uh, you know, uh, hurry up to Plano. That's why I bail out of here as soon as the show's over. I say, hey, thanks, guys, and I'm gone. Well, as I got up there last night, I uh, I had to, you know, duck into the porta potty real quick. So I'm flying in there into the parking lot. and For a one-ski? Yeah, for a, just a regular one-ski, right? And so there's two porta potties down there at the end, uh-huh. and uh, as so as I, I now I'm 
I, I'm I'm in a real hurry, right? And I got a, uh, a, a a truck in front of me. You ever get stuck at a red light when you really got to go number one and you're mm. thinking, should I just take this fountain cup and maybe get out mm. and use my door as a shield? Like mm. I was seriously considering that move. That's oh, yeah. how bad I had to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to fly in there, but you know, there's families everywhere. So I'm really, you know, trying to be respectful of that a, a, as well. Got a dust cloud behind uh, the Scooby Doo van as I as I pull up and slam on the brakes in front of that porta potty and I jump in there. Now, further backstory: Lint starts today. I've been trying to clean out the system, right? So I had some prunes yesterday, <laughs> and I had uh, uh, a, a double dose of the Metamucil Fiber Thins, right? I'm like, boy, I, I, I'm going to be a well-oiled machine by the time I arrive at Lint on, thin on right Wednesday now, morning. I, I'm feeling pretty thin, a little bit light yeah. on your feet, yeah. so. I get in there, and as I revealed to you, I am a, a little bit of a, 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 a fart while I pee guy. And there, we had a, we had a. Can I say, can I say the word shart? We had a, we had a, a definite shart situation on our hands. Now, I lucked out because right as I realized what was about to happen, right, this wasn't a fart. I clinched my cheeks. Oh, I did. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, which. Which prevented things from falling into my pants, <laughs> which is what it would have been. It Gravity, wasn't. Man. It wasn't like a little like BB. <laughs> oh shot. no! It was more like oh. full fledged. Uh, yeah. It Loose? was. It was. It was significant. Right? Did you hear what he Substantive. took? He's got prunes yeah, and he's these having metamucil. A, yeah, okay. getting old's gonna suck. I, I thought I, w- I thought I was well within uh, you know safe grounds, but I, I was not. So luckily, you know, it's rare in a porta potty you get a good roll of toilet paper. Yeah. But not, that not only did they have the one on the roll, which I usually don't want because that's in the spray zone. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know mm-hmm. the spray zone, especially mm-hmm. in a porta potty. Everybody knows about the spray zone. Mm-hmm. So I so I look. I had a brand new roll. Yeah. And it, it you open up yourself there. And that. It, it saved the day, but I w- I was quite surprised. I bet we need a, we need a cl- quite a cleanup there on aisle ten. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. man. I mean, shout out to you though for the like the the fast twitch muscles. The I mean, they're still yeah. working back there for you. That's yeah. impressive. It was like, whoa, what is that? <laughs> Very <laughs> impressive. And I gotta be. That's the first time that's ever happened to me. You know, I've heard people talk about. It, I'm like, that's not real. You know, unless you're on some sort of a medication or you're you have you know the trots. You know, you got yeah. diarrhea on your hands. I just didn't believe it could happen, but. Sure enough, it did. And thank God for that toilet paper roll, or I would have had like a broader situation yeah, where I'd be looking towel. for a, to- a yeah, towel or something. Towel. Yeah, yeah, that would have been brutal, man. Gosh, well, I'm happy for you. That could have been way worse. I imagine in that scenario, Dawson takes his T-shirt off and, and coaches shirtless for the remainder That would have probably the- been it, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's one move. That's one way to do it. I guess that's why you're wearing two shirts today, just in case You always got to be ready. Ready gotta to rock. The, the backup T- <laughs> yeah. TP, if you will. Oh. I do want to get to the, uh, the analytics on this, by the way. Okay, yeah. Uh, because they do say that... Uh, most people consider, like 68% of people consider farting in public to be more embarrassing than having food in their teeth, something in their nose, or even having their zipper down. Mm-hmm. So people are, like, as a society, we are it. conscious of this. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, but majority of people, well over 70% of people say it's not a relationship deal breaker hmm. if you if, if you got a farter on your hands. Mm. So analytics backs it up, man. I think you should let it fly. It's not good for the tum-tum. I think most know. women are just used to it. You know, unfortunately, we're disgusting. I don't know how my sister-in-law survives, really. My brother is a serial farter. Like, oh. I would avoid his room after about age 13. It just... It's got a little just, chuck in it. It, it, it just mean, lingered. You got... It's it's unhealthy to let it back up. That's right. Yeah. I, I understand that. Hospitalizations yeah. are rampant with this, man. These insta- The Instagram really? model generation. These girls are going out on dates left and right. They're dying. And, and they're... they're 
they're holding it all in. They're holding it all in. We had yeah. another OnlyFans death yesterday. That is a very uncomfortable feeling of being on that first date, and you're like extra cautious, Uncle so it Bri is Bri bundling knows. up. And you ever get you get that feeling oh, for sure? I, I'm yeah. telling you, I yeah. was very shy about this up yeah. until I got married. <laughs> and my wife was like, "Wow, I wish I at least had known." I'm like, "I wish I had known. I didn't know that I was this guy." You think I feel good about this? You knew you were. I knew you were. Yeah, maybe deep down, Texas Rangers uh, today is coming up next with Zach Wolchuk. What kind of baseball content do you have for us, sir? Oh uh, well, Jacob Degrom. Is he a uh, serial killer? And Marcus Simeon taking on a leadership role. We're going to talk about that next on The Fan. Welcome back, nation. Hey, if you were bored by Sunday's All-Star game, I watched the whole thing because Abby was into it and I wanted to talk to her about basketball. It got the lowest ratings ever. Ratings declined 29% as it devolved further into what looked like the NFL All-Star Game or Pro Bowl where nobody was trying to play defense anymore. It was just guys standing around while other teams took turns at like a dunk line for about it. But then you got to the fourth quarter when they're set to set the target point and guys had been trying over the last three or four years when you got to that point and they set the target score to honor Kobe. Um, but this time they barely tried in the fourth quarter either. Maybe it was too much of a blowout by the time they got there. But uh, yeah, no, no, uh, a lot of people were, were checked out on that. It'll be interesting to see how the NBA adjusts. It is time now for Zach Wolchuk to deliver the Texas Rangers news of the day. We're going to have Hip Hop Hooray, Matt Hicks himself, joining us tomorrow in the nation at 6.20 p.m. So make sure you set your alarms for that. Love getting to talk with Hicksy. And he's actually going to be uh, in the meeting where they go over the new rules for Mm. spring training. So he's going to be fresh out of that so he can give us his update uh, on on his thoughts on that. Now, for for those of you that don't know, like Matt Hicks, when we're up in the booth, he is the unofficial rule book. If we have any questions, Matt's the dude to know. In fact, there was one time he went, and I'm trying to remember which pitcher it was, but he, he literally went to the scorekeeper and got a couple of earned runs scratched because he thought they made a mistake Wow! on it. And he was right. Hmm. And MLB went ahead and said, you know what? You've brought up a good point here, and we're going to go ahead and correct this. So Hicksy is the man when it comes to the rules. Save somebody's ERA from going over nine that he day. Did. He yeah. absolutely did. And it might have been Martin Perez, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, all so, right. So, I mean, Hicksy, Hicksy is... He he knows what he's doing when it comes to these rules. The only thing he knows better than rules is Tribe Called Quest lyrics, mm-hmm. I believe. I was going to say uh, Delicious Soups. He's a big soup guy. Big soup guy? Yeah. Is he the guy that you, soup you, du jour. Have, you, and you hugged him and stuff like yes. that? He's oh, like, I he's did very, make contact very, with like, him. He's very phobic about that stuff? Well, I, I don't know that he's necessarily more phobic than the next guy. What I did was overtly weird and absurd and and very likely disrespectful uh, when you think about the game of baseball. And you're just in how, his like, area of work very, and you're, and you're yeah. hugging him, right? Well, we and you never met him? Uh, no, I, I, I had met him. I had met Hicksy a handful of times. He definitely knows who I am. I was working the Rangers games on the board for years, so he at least knew my name. Like, And I know he likes soup because I've had soup with him before. So I know him, but it's not like I see him all the time. I hadn't seen him. It had probably been two years since I had seen him. But we were up. We, we went to a game last season, and we went into the booth just to say hey to Eric and Matt, and Jared was like. That's when we were all at the suite. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did the suite, yeah. and Jared was like, hey. Spitzy. Please, please just go while like in the middle of a call, just go put your like sit next to Hicksie and put your <laughs> arm around him and uh, and just don't say anything and then kind of just walk away at some point. Of and course he, you he, did this. Yeah, I ended up doing it. Yeah, well, it had it to be fun. Eric. I mean, who else would it be? Yeah, like Matt's going to know something's up if it were me to do it because I'm around him and Jared so much. But him and Jared really they they they're, prank that's, off that. Yes, they love to just 
go ahead in any way to just get under each other's skin, they will do that. They have a very playful relationship. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah, so Hicksie thought it was uh, it was weird. Thank God Jared ended up telling him that it was like a whole joke, and I wasn't just doing that on my own accord. Uh, I God, needed, to I needed day, that $10. be thinking, like, what was that guy doing? <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Now, Jacob deGrom was with the Rangers taking their team photos out there at spring training. And he is, you know, I have this question, what is, or who is, I should say, oh. your childhood hero? Yeah. Because Jacob deGrom had to fill out, like, school, you know, first day of school style on a chalkboard. Oh, all the players did that for day one of camp, right? Right. They all wrote out, you know, certain questions and... Or answers to the questions. Answers to the questions. Yeah. And it's to get to know, you know, aspects of your personality. So, you know, such as your favorite color, your favorite food. And one of Jacob deGrom's answers, however, just were like, he, people were looking at him thinking, wait a minute, what? So under the childhood hero section, a place where normally people would write, okay, who's your childhood hero? Your dad, Batman, Nolan Ryan, maybe you're just whoever your favorite childhood baseball player was. Skywalker. Jacob Mike DeGrom <laughs> wrote none. None? What? No heroes? He put a N.A. for not applicable on, no, on he childhood wrote the word, hero? He wrote the word none. Full on. None. The word none. None. So like N U N N. Yeah. Twitter is having like a lot of none. And, and he's just cheesing hard. You know, he's got the picture and all the other picture. answers, yeah. you know. Great smile. And here he is, uh, none for childhood hero. So Twitter is taking to this saying, Childhood hero, none. I'm glad BS. to see DeGrom is still giving off serial killer energy. Still? Yeah. This was a thing with the Mets. Like that's that's kind of his Apparently. MO. Apparently. He's just bland. Quite eccentric. Another person quote tweeting, how can someone be the most electrifying pitcher and still have the personality of a wet blanket? You can't have it all. Somebody said this would be the person who goes favorite TV show, the commercials. Yeah. He thinks he's being cool or something. I guess. I mean, he's got to have a childhood hero, right? Or did he not? I mean, maybe some people don't. Maybe nobody has a childhood hero. But we want to get to know a little bit of Jacob deGrom's personality, and here we go. He's just got no childhood hero. So we've all heard of BD energy. Now there's a thing of SK energy. Serial killer energy, which apparently Brian Broaddus was giving off during training camp. Yeah, he was like, like, making right your bed and folding your dirty clothes. And yeah. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it, for the record. Brian no, I, I always put my dirty clothes, I always fold them up. As I wear them, I put them back in my bag. So when we have to pack to come home, they're already packed. So I already packed my bag. I unpack it, and then I pack it as each day. And that way, at the end of the day, I don't have to, like, hustle around to pack my bag. It's, it's commonplace, though, for every child to have their own hero, right? Like, I had my childhood yeah. hero. You guys know who Parents. Was. Emmett. Yeah. yeah. Cartoon characters. He just thinks he's being the comedian contrarian, right? Like, oh, I'll do something for shock value, and it's just awkward and weird. Maybe. You're like, you're not even being good at shock value, dude. That's just weird. I want to know some of his other serial killer traits. Like, if they're saying he yeah. still has the serial killer energy, like, what are the other, like, what's the other evidence proving this? I'm, I'm going to get this. to the bottom of this it. This is a good talking point if we get to catch up with him next week. That's pretty Hey, crazy. how do you feel about this whole serial killer narrative? Yeah, we, you know, Jacob, I just want to ask you. You know, this is going around. Honestly, if I could ask him one question, it might not be the serial killer thing, but I genuinely want to know how long it took him to do the small D, big G on the on the like the the name in school when you put oh, your name Rom? on the paper. Yeah. Like small D, big G. That's got to throw you off until yeah. I would think middle school. Teachers would never believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Like You're getting docked like, what for are you it. Trying, what? what are you trying to yeah. pull here? Yeah. yeah. And we are getting some good responses, like maybe he met his childhood hero, and that guy was a jerk, or Yao was a jerk. 
or maybe that childhood hero grew up to do bad things. <laughs> That's why Walchuk doesn't want to meet Emmett. He doesn't want to find out that maybe he could possibly be a jerk. And I had one really good interview with him, and I think that maybe that I should leave it at that. I don't know because I'm having people tell me things that I don't want to hear. So I love you, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Now, Marcus Simeon, I'm expecting all-star season from you, sir. If you look at Marcus Simeon, we talked about this, and Levi Weaver just What was wrote, his childhood hero? I, I don't know. We're going to have to ask Marcus this. I didn't see the Jacob picture. Jacob DeGrom? I didn't see the picture of his. I think his, <laughs> he did write down Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom. Uh, no, Little I think, D. I think it was Sammy Sosa. But uh, his average in April, where he started off terrible, was 240. Oh. In September and October, he bloated that up to 259. His OPS went from an 86 to a 112. That was his OPS plus. His slugging percentage went up from a 389 to a 484 from April to September in October. Now, Levi Weaver interviewed Marcus Simeon. He asked him about this, and he talked about how you had the lockout, and Marcus Simeon was very involved in this, and he wasn't able to be with the Rangers hitting coaches, and that had a large, uh, a big impact and a big reason as to why Marcus Simeon feels like he started off the season slowly. He said, quote, they didn't know what I was doing, what I was thinking, so a lot of it was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, how I wanted to be the most consistent. It definitely took more time than what I wanted. He also talked about how most of camp last year was just trying to learn people's names. At the same time, there was added pressure to be that leader immediately because the team was so young, which is fine when you're trying to learn everybody with it being a different offseason Camp was kind of a whirlwind, so now it's more relaxed for me. I feel a lot more confident. He also noted that he's being pushed by Bruce Bochy, and Bochy's going to have him lead off. Bochy's just talking all kinds of, you know, saying all kinds of glowing remarks about Marcus Simeon, and he is taking on a much more leadership type of role, being the veteran in the clubhouse with a lot of these young guys. And I'm really excited to see now year two as a Texas Ranger being able to be with the team, not having the lockout, not having, all right, now I've got the pressure of the contract. I've had a full off season. I've been able to be with the hitting coaches. Got a real manager. I think, yeah, absolutely. I think you're going to get the best out of Marcus Simeon right out of the gate. And I'm expecting him to get back to an all-star form. What are we hearing from Seager in that regard? Nothing. I don't think you're going to hear much talk from Seager. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? By yeah. the way, the overwhelming <laughs> feedback in regards to having a hero, I think even on the text, but especially in the Twitch chat, a lot of people are saying, hey, I didn't have a childhood hero. I'm still Oh, they forget. Dude. Yeah. They, I think they forget. Every kid's got something. You know, cartoon character. Michael Irvin, childhood yeah. hero. Parents. guy. Yeah, something like that. You just don't remember. You know, you probably repressed that memory. That's my theory. How would you describe Dak and the Cowboys if it was a relationship? Talk the truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. Fun article on that, and we'll, we'll give you what they say about the Cowboys and other situations around pro football. It's next in the nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.